بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم الهمنا مراشد امورنا واعذنا من شرور انفسنا ان يراف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم In Medina Munawwara there was this group of Jews there were about 11 or 12 of them Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself mentioned if these 12 believe in my message and they know I'm speaking the truth all 12 knew so the entire Medina Jews of Medina were all accept but from that 11 or 12 only two accepted one was Abdullah bin Salam radiyallahu anhu one was I think it was Zaid bin Dathina radiyallahu anhu the remaining 10 they refused Those 10 were not normal Jews like the one you should see in Israel wearing that hat. They were on a very, very, very high. Some of them were for the unique family like Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu anhu was of the progeny of Yusuf alayhi salam. Direct he could trace it. So they were real, real Bani Israel. And the only reason they came to Medina Munawwara was when Masjid al-Aqsa was destroyed. In their scriptures they had seen that the, now the savior of the time will be in this land. He'll take us back to al-Aqsa. So their great-great-grandfathers came and they settled down. The exam of the Bani Israel, one was this year, that the jinnat, understanding them to be the selected, used to always bring amongst them what was known as the knowledge of Harut and Marut. So this was a knowledge that was revealed right at the beginning of history, right at the beginning of history. The first empire of evil that they say was created was created by Namrud. Ibrahim alayhi salam saw the era of Namrud. But not the beginning era, but an era. So Namrud's era they say was like a thousand year era. Namrud's era, a thousand years. The first empire that the world saw of evil, then there was the empires of Babylon and Assyrians and others, but Namrud was the first one. Namrud. So, Bab, Babel, Babel means what we call Babylon, Iraq. When you were small, you used to hear about the hanging gardens of Babylon and the magic of Babylon. So, two angels came in Babylon. One was Harut and one was Marut. And they brought with them knowledge from Almighty Allah's side, which was going to start the exam of this world. Because when we said this world is an imtihan, it's a test. So to make the test difficult, the shayateen had to be given some power. So the jinn himself, he got no power. The only thing he can do is he can move through walls. But moving through walls can't do anything. He needed a power that can draw man to him. So you call it the power of attraction. But the jinn himself doesn't sing. He has to have somebody else to sing. So for that person to sing the tune of the jinn, he has to give that person something. What he's going to give him? What can the jinn give? So Almighty Allah made a system that a knowledge came with two angels and whoever they taught, taught this knowledge, they even said to that person that remember, نَحْنُ فِتْنَةٌ فَلَا تَكْفُرُ That this is a very big imtihan, this. What knowledge they came with, we won't understand it today because it was in the beginning of times. 
However, so much we can say that when they came, they said that with this knowledge, a husband and wife can be divided. فَيَتَعَلَّمُونَ مِنْهُمَا مَا يُفَرِّقُونَ بِهِ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِهِ Today we can call it Taweez. Taweez is like a baby name for this whole thing. So someone will write a letter that at one army, he got such a Taweez that he can make the husband stuck to the wife. Stuck doesn't mean stuck, means doesn't leave her. So, Lord, women, they go to the Amils because when they heard their husband is thinking of number two, then the only way to bring his eye back, so the Amil will say that, send me one vest of his. Then they do something in the vest. Some people got very like, they just got heavy moods. So in the business, when they're overdoing it, especially Ramzan time, Ramzan time because those bosses, normally bosses, Lani's, they always smoke. They got nothing else to do. But in Ramzan, they can't smoke. So because they can't smoke, they get irritable. And they start shouting everyone. So the workers in the business, they make dua that Allah take the boss for Umrah. That's why all these rich people always go Umrah. A lot of dua they got, a lot of dua. Sometimes you go to the army and you can get a taweez and you throw a little bit of salt. Put it in the water also. In one place... That worker said that, I don't know what's wrong in this office. Every day I clean, and the next day again the salt. You never know, someone is throwing salt, you cleaning it like he's trying to say, you cleaning all my, I'm making magic here, and you coming, and you're sweeping it away. So he complained, he said, every day I clean, but salt is coming every day. Someone is pouring, because the salt now will put the guy calm, bring him down. So you get this, and there's nothing wrong with these ones. But where the problem comes is that the same taweez which you could use to make sure your husband stays yours, you could also use that taweez to make sure another girl becomes yours. Same thing. You just hit it in the wrong place. And man's nature is that he will, Hazrat Muhammad Alitani Rahimullah's Ustad, he was Mura Yaqub Nanotwi. He was the first real, like, the main mudarris of Darulum Dioband. Although Sheikhul Hind is famous, but Yaqub Nanotwe was the first head teacher of Darulum Dioband. And he was a master in everything, even in cooking. So whenever a Dawud for the madrasa needed to take place, the person who wanted to give the Dawud would say, but Morana, you cook. Because he was the best in cooking. Whatever he put his finger in, he was a master. So he says that, one teacher of his or somewhere along the line, he was a very pious person, somewhere along the line, and he had a mind that whatever he learned, he never forgot. So somewhere along the line, someone gave him the stawis, the one which you can draw any woman to any man. He says, and he took it, and he left it one side, he looked at it, how it works. And he says, one day a thought came in him, what if the devil makes you fall in love with one woman? And then just to get her, you go to the Tawis and you throw it on her. He said the thought just came to him. So he got rid of the Tawis, but he couldn't, he had it in his mind already. So he said he started making dua, Allah, let me forget. He said so much dua I made until I finally forgot the thing. 
He said, because I couldn't trust myself with such a power. So this is what was called the knowledge of Harut and Marut when it came. This was just like the initial, what you call, introduction to this knowledge. But as those angels said, we are telling you this is a major test. That knowledge, Harut and Marut, then over the centuries mixed with the Jinnat and extra teachings and experiments, it took different names. In the era of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Jews still called it the knowledge of Harut and Marut. So when one Sahabi said to the Jews that you were the one who would tell me of the coming of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, now that Quran has come, how come you not accepting it? وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَهُمْ نَبَذَ فَرِيقٌ مِّنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابِ كِتَابَ اللَّهِ وَرَاءَ ظُهُورِهِمْ كَأَنَّهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ When the book of Allah came, testifying to what they themselves had, meaning they used to tell the people, it was in their own scriptures, مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَهُمْ نَبَذَ فَرِيقٌ مِّنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابِ A group of the people of the book, they threw the book of Allah behind them. Meaning Quran. كَأَنَّهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ As though they never knew this is the truth. They knew it. So the Sahabi said that you are the one who told me he's coming. How is it that you're not taking this Quran? So he said this. He said, we will not ever be prepared to sacrifice the power that the knowledge of Harut and Marut has given us. Now what he meant by that wouldn't be known. وَاتَّبَعُوا مَا تَتْلُوا الشَّيَاطِينُ عَلَى مُلْكِ سُلَيْمَانِ وَمَا كَفَرَ سُلَيْمَانِ وَلَكِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ كَفَرُوا يُعَلِّمُونَ النَّاسَ السِّحَرُ وَمَا أُنزِلَ عَلَى الْمَلَكَيْنِ بِبَابِلَ هَارُوتَ وَمَارُوتَ What they were following. They were following the knowledge of Harut and Marut and especially how it was taught in the era of Sulaiman salam. All the detail I'm not going to go in. I'm just going to bring you that in that time they had a certain magic. And as time would go, as that magic was strong by them, it was going to get stronger. In today's time you can call that magic, it has taken a name today, it's called Kabbalah. Kabbalah and everything associated with Kabbalah. And there's too many names. Freemasonry is just one offshoot of it. Illuminati is an offshoot and there will be new names like anything. And it gets more and more attractive because about 50 years ago, Kabbalah was known as a hidden science. So no one knew what it was. And Freemasonry was so unknown that one time a great group of ulama got together when they were asked what is the fatwa regarding Freemasonry. At that time, nothing was known of it. So the most that they could say was that it doesn't look so good. That's all. They couldn't say it is Satanism and atheism and working with the jinn because it wasn't known. Kabbalah wasn't known. But as time went, this group became more bold. Because when you got lot followers, now you're not ready to open up. So now you will see advertisements, join Freemasonry, enter the Illuminati. They'll come up to people in schools also. And they'll say, become a Freemason, you can be a Muslim Freemason. And there are many Muslim Freemasons. 
when some friends went into the one Freemason lodge, it's not hard to go in their lodges because no one ever comes to that lodge. That lodge remains there, they got one security guard, one. And you will think no one ever comes there. It's only a couple of our friends who are like those guys who go out at night when no one out is at night. They are the ones who like spot, hey, someone is coming here. Once a month or once every three months. Late at night they fly in. We said on the 12 o'clock flight or 1 o'clock flight in the morning, I don't know which flight that is. And they fly out before the morning also. They fly in. Late at night, they sit in top cars. They have unique guards. They go inside. He said, then those guards, late or late, one o'clock in the morning, you see a lot of guards with big guns. One o'clock in the morning. And then before the morning, they go back in the cars, back in the aeroplane, gone. I wonder what you're doing here one o'clock in the morning. But they're doing something. Other countries, South Africa also, they're doing something. So they got different names, they say it's nothing wrong, so some of our friends went in these lodges. So in the one lodge there was on book there. This wasn't in South Africa, this was another country, there was on book. It means who signs when you come in, like how you have your register to sign your names. So when they opened those pages, they were surprised that some of the top Muslim businessmen of the town, they were all the Freemasons. Oh, the top Muslim businessmen. That was that time. Then when I mentioned it years ago in South Africa, it was the following year one boy came to tell me that in the universities, I was also invited to Freemasonry and my friends also. He says, I never accepted it, but my friends, they said there's nothing wrong with this thing. Because your business is made if you join this group. They tell you straight, wherever you're going down, we'll put you up. So who's not going to join it? Freemasonry, Illuminati, the main name is Kabbalah. I'm not going to say now, speak to you about Kabbalah and why you mustn't join. I already mentioned it's filthy. But what their purpose is now, what they do when they're sitting there. So in the era of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that group of Jews which were very strong Jews, while they were sitting there, they brought all their powers together to try to make black magic on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It wasn't a once-off thing that happened. Nabi Wasallam was very protected. He used to every day make dua, Allah save me from in front and behind and protect me from all sides. He knew what he's facing. They made very, 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 very big black magic. But finally when that black magic, they were able to break through. But because he was the Nabi of Allah protected, the most that they could affect him was that his body now became weak. And he started forgetting. He said, did I perform that salah? I never read the salah. See, you read the salah. I can't remember. <coughs> so he knew something was wrong. But what they had done, you'll understand it, in the era of Umar radiallahu one person was very famous. His name was Kaab Ahbar. He was also a famous Jew. And then when he saw the truth, he also decided to enter. Kaab Ahbar. So he would say, every day I have to read a certain wazifa. Meaning something. If I don't read this, those Jews that know me, and this happens normally when you're known. We'll just end these and I'll explain this known story. He said, those Jews that known me, if I don't read this every day, they'll turn me into a donkey. 
So they explain under that that most likely his form wouldn't have become a donkey. His mind would become the mind of a donkey. They would have knocked him. Nabi Wasallam was getting death attack. But when it finally broke through, it never affected him how they wanted. He just got weak. He forgot. And it stayed for a while. It wasn't coming right. Until like half in a sleep, half awake, then he sees two angels coming. And the one speaking to the other that what happened with your friend? And the other angel is saying that so and so person did this. And the thing has been put in the bottom of one. Well, and Nabi Wasallam called some Sahaba. He said, I want you all to go in this place, search for this. You will find, find what you will find, bring it. And they brought it. So in the ending when they brought it, it was like a comb. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it was knots. Knots of hair were made. Knots of hair. So it was made on that and thrown. Now you have to open up this. Heavy, heavy magic this thing is. So two surahs of Quran were revealed. And as it was going to be read, knots were going to be opened up. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبٍ As Nabi Sallallahu read it, then thing opened up. And then he could have said, go and bring that person now and we'll kill him. But Nabi Sallallahu said, I will not mention which person did it. Aisha radiallahu anha knew. But he said, I will not tell you. She said, I would see that rubbish coming. That he would come and sit in the gathering still like nothing happened. So see him. But Nabi just But what the two surahs thought that the highest powers of Jewish magic, which we call Illuminati magic, Freemasonry magic, these two surahs is the solution against that. What this magic will want to do, one is it will want to affect our mind. That today I'm thinking so good. But some magic is made on my mind. I just start hating everyone. Now you will say, no, no, that game, Fortnite, that made me like this. The Fortnite game never made you, the magic through that game made you. It made people monsters, already made them. That they'll take a gun and go in a school and just start shooting. One boy in America, he went in the toilet with a knife. So because he wasn't in class, his teacher phoned home to say that, why is your child not in school? And the mother said, my child went to school. So the police were called immediately, where is this boy? Then they asked at the gate, they found no, he entered the school. So he's somewhere here, they thought he was killed or kidnapped. So they started searching the schools. As they were searching the school, some went into the toilet and they found this boy with a knife. So he was found, it was a very small article, if it happened with any Muslim, the whole world will know about it. But when it happens with their people, it's like one small article, gone. They found him with a knife. So the whole thing, after they went to his house, and they saw in his room, the whole thing was that he was in conversation with something. He himself doesn't know what that something is. And that something had become a very close friend to him. It had met him on the computer. While he was sitting on the computer one late night, the game he was playing, another game came in its place. And he just looked shut, stunned back. And he saw this thing. And now and then whenever he was playing a game, it would come. In the game it would come. So it's like a thrill that said that no one's game got this, only my one. And he became friends with him through the game. 
And then the thing said, I will not be your friend anymore because you're not sacrificing for me. So he asked it, what must I sacrifice? So it wanted seven or eight children. So that day he was going to kill eight children in that school. As they were going to come in the toilet, a child coming, then the child would enter and he would just stab and push him aside. But because they entered, that whole thing broke and they found all that and they hushed it like anything. But they asked him, who's this? So on the computer, he said, how can you be on the computer? After that, isn't that other game came about the whale? And then some people were climbing to the top of the bridge and they all wanted to jump over. So suicide asked, what are you doing? He said, my one friend asked me to sacrifice for him. That friend was coming somewhere and was speaking to minds. But it wasn't the game itself, whether you call it Fortnite or any other game, it's magic through the game. That it starts off so nice, you're just playing a game, but you don't know that magic is coming through. It's affecting the mind, it's making you in rage, anger, it's giving you desires that you never thought. Later on the boy comes and says that why did Allah make homosexuality haram? One teacher in the madrasa, he explained to the students that it's not right this. So that own boy said to me that at the back of the class, those boys got together and they were very upset. How could he say that this is not right? So they went and they argued with him. That how can homosexuality be bad when it's only natural? In the maktab, one group of boys arguing with the teacher. How can it be bad? Their mind was completely upset. What made it like they don't know also. They are so firm that there's nothing wrong with me. But someone was drinking magic. As you are drinking it and we don't know where it's coming from, but it's coming. One, we know it's coming through those games. Especially when you start becoming deeply absorbed in the game. You become tired of mind. So he's pulling hours. Half past two, he's still busy. He says, just five more minutes for the game. Half past three, he's still busy. Half past four, he's busy. Just before Fajr, his body is flat. And then he just sleeps. So he goes to school also, he's just sleeping, sleeping. Soon as he comes back at night, he needs to go back to the game. Soon as the mind is weak, when the mind reaches the weaker state, that's when the jinn takes the chance to introduce itself. Before they would introduce themselves out of the game, now they're introducing themselves in the game. Whether the thing comes out from the computer or it stays in, I don't know. But it becomes such a friend with him that when he writes, he says, my friend told me. Some of them committed suicide. And when they wrote a note, they wrote, my friend said for me and him to be together in that world, I have to leave this world. Goodbye, mommy and dad. It's that friend. What brought him to that friend? It's that magic. That magic goes through the drug. So when you take it, you start seeing such scenes that the drug itself doesn't give those scenes. The magic through the drug, that it takes you into the world of the jinn. So you start seeing the jinn and you see unique things. You see trains going through people but nothing happening to them. You see people flying. You'll see amazing things, happy states. You'll see sad things, you'll see scary things. You'll see dragons, you'll see anything because it takes you into a world. 
magic. And because this group of people, what we call today a lobby, are so evil, they don't only want to make magic on the one who goes to them. They want to make magic on everyone. When one Jamaat came from Al-Aqsa, they said, in the compound of Aqsa, you'll find these Jews, as they walk, they throw water on everyone. One place you'll see water is in the Haram. Haram, when it's hot, you're making tawaf, because it's hot. You'll get somebody else, he got an umbrella, and he got water in his spray gun. Especially when it's Ramzan, and you're making tawaf, because you can't drink anything. And you get extremely tired, and you feel like dizzy. So you can't drink water. So this man has his spray gun. And as he dry, walks past you, then you'll see everyone like tell him, shoot me inside here. So he shoots there, he shoots the face, he shoots me on the back here, he shoots in the hair. And he carries on filling up zamzam in his gun and he just, his job is while making tawaf shoot. I don't think he's making jadu, inshallah, hopefully. <laughs> we don't know, we'll never trust this people. Inshallah, he's not making but I said, in the compound of Al-Aqsa, you will find this group of Jews always throwing water on the people. Always throwing water. So the Jamaat person said to us that that water, according to them, is that magic which prevents a person having children. He says, but Allah created the compound of Al-Aqsa so strong in spiritual power. He said, they have been throwing that for years, but the children of that land have never got less. People are still having children. They're throwing one way. So they make magic and they don't like the world, especially us. So they're going to make magic on me and you also. When they're going to make magic on me and you, we also have to do something to make sure it doesn't affect us. So these last two surahs, the Sahabi says, before the revelation of these two, Allah's Nabi used many other means and different ones. But it's hard for me and you to learn all of those. He says, after these two surahs were revealed as though Allah's Nabi left all the others. And he only held on to these two. He would read it in a manner that three times he would read each, then he would blow in his hands and rub it hard. He would rub it, the wording in the narration is, comes as far as his hand could go. As though you're rubbing off the effects of things. It's rubbing it. When COVID came, when we used to go to houses, as you tell people, Surah Baqarah, and Kulaudu bi Rabbil Fala Kulaudu bi Rabbil Nas. Because in the sickness is definitely the traces of Sihar. There is some magic in this. So Surah Baqarah breaks magic. Comes that the jinn, and the sorcerers can never be successful in the house in which Surah Baqarah is continuously being read. It's a long Surah, but when a person is dying, tell him you rather do something. But nas is very short. And its meanings are both unique meanings. But we won't go, will not go now into the meanings. The crux of that first Surah's meaning is Allah I seek your protection from the witches when they are blowing and those wizards when they are doing min sharril wa min sharrin naffathati from the evil of the one who is blowing in the knots. Worse than the magician is what is called the witches. 
worse than the magicians are the witches. That's why even in the music world, where they have men musicians who make the world rock, that first one was what was called that. Uh, from England they came and they went to America. Huh? The Beatles. So Beatles, I never knew they were so important in history. The Beatles. But they were a shaitani group, the Beatles. And in the ending, nearly all of them committed suicide. They went mad, the front ones. I only understood the greatness of the Beatles when I made my trip to England. Then as you're walking through and you land and then you walk to go to your bags, bags that side, then you walk, then normally in South Africa when you walk, then they advertise what you'll get in South Africa. You'll see one picture there. That slides come down. And maybe you'll see gold rich city. I don't know what you'll see. I'm sure you might see also one taxi rank. <laughs> they have to advertise the country. What they do? Who knows what they advertise? But in England, more than the Queen was being advertised, the Beatles' whole history was advertised. Where they had the pictures of when they reached America and they made America wild. And then how the people at the ocean was budding, saying goodbye to them, goodbye to them, and they were going. How the people came to bid them farewell when they were leaving the shores and when they came back. They were like a hero. I said, one musician he was. After that, how many more musicians came? He said, there'll never be someone like the Beatles. So then when I came back, I read a little bit about these individuals. So just when you read it, you will pick up that they worked for the devil. And the devil then made them famous. They made magic. It was called rock and roll. It was nothing but instilling the first magic into the minds of everyone. But they would never reach what we call later on the woman magicians. Because the witches in this game are always more stronger than the magicians. So Quran made special mention means Sharrin Nafathati. Allah, I seek your protection from the females who are blowing in those knots. Even in that era, the Jews in Medina Munawara were men. They were the ones making the magic. But for it to get stronger, they needed the woman to come and blow. Witches in this game. The shayateen like the witches more than they like the men. And it's a funny world. This Illuminati world is so funny that no one knows who else is an Illuminati. It's a world of secrecy. So when you enter or you are allowed to enter, you sworn to secrecy. That if you tell anyone, you one of them will kill you. And now and then they give a lesson. One was, nowadays we call it Jack the Rapper. Jack the Rapper, he only killed those women in London because the one woman had mentioned what she wasn't supposed to mention. So he, she was killed, her friend was killed and one more was killed. And all the pictures were taken and put in all the newspapers and they called him Jack the Ripper. He became a legend. Normally a person who rapes and kills, you don't become a legend. I went past that place. So they told me this is called Mother... Th what is that? The house of wax. Mother Tassos or something. So they asked me on the go. I said, what I'll see? They'll say, sir, you'll see the most famous people of the different countries. 
So they make it look like a real thing. So I'm not going to go see those aunties inside there. So I just asked, like, give me the brochure, like, who's there, like, who's, like, the big people. So maybe the Queen of England, hers is there, one actor, actress, one rugby player, soccer player. We don't know who and who is inside there. But the interesting one was Jack Darapa. Jack Darapa. So that day on the Dastar Khan, I told those people, that what do you think made Jack the Ripper so famous? That he landed up there also. So the one person said that he raped about three or four women. I said then South Africa, all our guys will be sitting in there. <laughs> They'll all be sitting there. They had nothing to do with rape. That girl was in love with one of the royal family. And he told her something. And she mentioned that secret. She wasn't supposed to say it. So he was sent. As he killed each one, he made signs on the wall also on the body. And when the photographers came, they made sure they took those pictures. And it went in all the newspapers. As it went, it was a message to everyone. That don't mess with us. This will happen to you. John F. Kennedy was another. In his last speech, he said that it has gone out of limits this. And the public of America must know what's happening. That was his last speech. He said, in the next, I will be explaining to them. Like That was his last speech. So they shot him. So they make it like that one mad guy just shot him. But every few years, they'll bring up again, who killed John F. Kennedy? And the whole thing will come in the newspaper. And for me and you, it's like, what an old story. You're still worrying. we got enough mysteries here at the moment. Who killed that auntie? But his is not who killed. It's a message to all the new members that even if you're the president of America, don't play our game. We'll take you down. This is this group. But in this group, sometimes it happens the wife, she's the Illuminati member. And a husband is an Illuminati member. And each one doesn't know the other one is. It's such a game of secrecy that you can't tell your wife. And there's always a fear that if I do tell her and she is already, then tomorrow I'll be killed. Even though I'm the husband. Because she is one stage higher than him. Because the witches in this one become stronger than the men. It's out of what I was going to tell you, but it's happened. This is how it, this thing works. It's called the Rothschild family or Rothschild family. It starts like that. So in that family, the lineage, how we say the lineage goes through the men. Their lineage goes through the woman. So someone says, who's Rockefeller? I say, Rockefeller is Rothschild. So how can it be? I say they send their daughter in a family. Finished. The child of that woman will take his surname, but he'll be theirs. Their lineage spreads in the world that you won't know who that girl is. But that Jew daughters move everywhere and they are like that witches. And they control it. One is like that one witch. Can't take a name, but... Let's just say the one who's just not dying. The other one is dead already. She's still not dying. She controls it. Strong. Firm. And like that there are many witches. Witches go higher in this thing. The magician's not so strong. Magic is being made. 
whether you like it or not. And the next surah speaks about inside thoughts. وَمِن شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ Allah, I want you to protect me from the evil of this blower. Shaitan, the big shaitan, he's one major blower. Smaller shaitan are major blowers. Then they have the agents of men who are blowing, either through the internet or through magazines or through teaching in the school. Then they got jinn that are blowing. There's a lot of blowing that takes place. When they blow, waswas means continuous blow. It's called like a blower that's working on overpower. That's waswas. When they're going to blow, I'm going to get thoughts. Because obviously if they blow in me, I have to have it. So the youngster comes to me or to any alim or to friend and he says that my problem is that I don't know how to tell you, but I don't believe in Allah. And then he just starts crying. He just starts crying. Or he says that I doubt what you're telling me about taqdeer, about the power of Allah. Especially he says, I can't understand if he created the person. And if he already knows how the whole thing is going to happen, then why is it my friend's fault who's a non-Muslim that he must burn? He says, I just can't accept that. And then he starts crying again. So what he wants me to do is, he wants me to take out that thought that is eating him up from inside. So because of this thought killing a lot of children, I will just mention a few minutes regarding this thought. Can we pull out this thought? Is it like cancer that you say, let's do a treatment and after a while it's gone. This is that cancerous blow that can't be pulled out. Because you got a waswas continuous blower. Even if I pull it out today, tonight he'll blow again back in. So if we can't pull it out, then what do we do about it? So this dua. Allah, I seek your protection from the evil of the blower. The evil of the blower means some people, they might have a growth in their body, but it doesn't become cancerous. Nabi Islam said, the devil moves in you like blood. So blood, what's the nature of blood? As long as it's inside me, it doesn't even break my wuzu. But if I get a cut and it comes out, then I got a problem. So as long as I keep these thoughts inside their blood, they'll move up and down because it's not me, it's the devil. And his job is carry on blowing. And if you can learn what I'm telling you now, what makes some people cry will make you laugh. And what makes the devil laugh will make him cry. If you worry of these thoughts, he laughs and you're going to cry. You're going to fight these thoughts, you are fighting a wrestling match with one who has already been wrestling from Adam salam's time. He knows all the moves, you can't wrestle him. And he got a lot of time for the match. You might wrestle him only five minutes and get tired. He'll never get tired. He's a dog. This. When you reach someone's house and there's a dog at the entrance, don't ever think of fighting with the dog. No matter how close you are to the owner, all you do is tell the owner, open. Finished. When the owner opens, he'll tell you, you have to walk from the side gates. 
You can't be the clever one and he says, tell your dog to shut up. That dog will carry on barking. And what happens? He stops barking when you enter the house and they close the door. Then what he does? He runs to that other fence and he's like, oh, that's barking there. Because someone is walking past. His job is to bark. If I'm going to tell him, shut up, tell the boss, tell him, shut up, he can't shut up. It's his nature. I can ask Allah, Allah, kill the devil, kill shaitan. Almighty Allah says he's going to die on his time. Tell him to shut up. He's not going to shut up. His job is waswas. So what I have to do, I have to learn to live with the thought. And say, you carry on barking and I'll carry on walking. My one friend is old now. He's the one who says that. When he heard that your wife will be you're doing Jannah, they say, that won't be Jannah then. Say, one. So he got a hearing problem. So he has a very expensive machine in his ear. So he says, this is the gift of Allah. He says, when she starts barking, I just take it out. <laughs> what she saying? You carry on barking, I carry on walking. That man will make the devil cry and he will laugh. It's not easy, but if you try it, whatever thought comes in, I say blood, as long as you stay inside, you don't spoil my wuzu also. No matter how napak you are. I will not say what's inside on my tongue in a happy manner. I will not write it in a happy manner. With my tongue, I won't say, Allah, my inside is asking me this question. And I got no answer. So I'm also believing the question now. Now give me the answer. Then I go to the alim and tell him, give me the answer. Then I go to the alim and say, give me the answer. Then I go to my friend and I said, I asked so many ulama, they can't answer me. That man is going nowhere. What you will have to say to your insight? I don't know the answer. If you want to, you ask Allah, I got work to do. I will read Quran with that thought. I will sleep with that thought. I will make sajda with that thought. Why? Because it's not me. It's the devil. How do I know it? I'm not happy about it. You can't be that you're happy and not happy and you are the same person. It's either you sour or you're not sour. You can't say me, I'm both. If you got a filthy thought and you're not happy about the filthy thought, it means the thought is not you. Allah will take us to task for my tongue, for my finger, for my leg, for whatever I can move. He will not take us to task for thoughts. So these two surahs. One is the first surah said, Allah, you are the one that makes the night break and day come. That Allah who brings light in total darkness, I am asking Him to save me from magic. Because magic is darkness, and if He allows light to come, all the darkness goes. And then, nas will be Allah, that doubts which are troubling me, you save me from the evil of that. If you can read this here three times, 
each surah, then you blow on your hands like Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did. Then you rub it on your body as he would do, as far as your hands can go. Insha'Allah, through the blessings of these two surahs, even the strongest magic of the Illuminati will not manage to penetrate. And you will be safe. May Allah bless us through the barakah of Quran, that from every side, every time, every place, every era, he saves us from the outside attacks. He saves us from inside attacks.